Yup, it's a freak show. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. And I welcome you to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Beerman. You know, I was thinking over the past several days about what a freak show the United States of America has become. And it's not just the United States, it's Australia, it's Canada, it's the United Kingdom, it's pretty much all of Western Europe. The world has gone crazy. The world is living in a delusion. The world has no common sense. Too much of the world has traded in truth for lies. We're seeing the disastrous results. Now, today on the program, I've got oh, about seven or eight short little stories that I want to share with you. And then in the second half, I also want to share some real hate speech and real treason, at least what our government would think is hate speech, evil, and treason. I'll share with that on the pro- with you on the program as well today. There is no doubt that our world has been thoroughly co-opted by some pretty strange people. And I think it's by design. The more there's no there's no rhyme or reason to some of the stuff that's being pushed upon us each and every day from all over. Now, there's a big story out there today, I know, and I'm not going to touch it till later this week. There's going to be plenty plenty of commentary, plenty of video Plenty of inside information from attorneys and people in the know, people that are former prosecutors. You know what I'm talking about. The situation in New York with attorney Alvin Bragg, the braggadocious district attorney of New York City, who's going to be the first to prosecute The former president of the United States, if it's the last thing he ever does, he won't do his regular job that he's hired to do for the people of New York City. He basically just shafts them, takes their money, and makes it a crime-ridden hell on earth because he's a woke reprobate. He is a reprobate. Understand that term. He is evil to the core. There's not one ounce of decency left in him, and he's unrepentant. He doesn't care how many people die, how many people get robbed, how many people get injured, how many people get disfigured. He he takes all of these horrendous crimes in New York City and downgrades them from felonies to misdemeanors, to time served, to no time at all, no cash bail nonsense. He's all for destroying the city of New York. And honestly, the Sodom and Gomorrah that the city of New York has become, I'm surprised that it still is there. They're getting what they deserve in Alvin Braggadocious, the district attorney, woke, a fool, an idiot, a reprobate, and I think demon-influenced by the way he acts and the things he does to the people of New York. And so he, like this other idiot down in Fulton County, Georgia, 
and others are all they've been doing since 2015 is trying to get Trump. Eight, nine years later, they're still playing this silly game because they don't want their establishment. They don't want their establishment exposed for the evil thing they have created. And so they will chase after this man. I'm not saying, get, don't get me wrong now. I'm not saying that, some, that, that Trump is some kind of a saint. But he is an agent of change they don't want. And that is all you need to know about why the effort. Their hatred, their anger, and their desire for power overshadows common sense, decency, and morality. When it comes to District Attorney Alvin Braggadocious, my question is... How low can you go? And all I can say is this, and I say this in all honesty. He can go a lot lower, and he probably will before it's over. I've listened to what many have had to say, and time will tell how this plays out. I don't believe in a state like New York run by evil witches. Yeah, I'm calling her an evil witch. Anybody that believes in abortion on demand, anybody that believes mandating experiments on children, anybody that believes that little children should have their bodies butchered by money-grubbing doctors and big pharma is a witch, evil to the core, and a phony Catholic to boot. Yeah, Kathy, I'm a Catholic from Buffalo. The second you went pro-abortion, you spit in the face of Jesus Christ. You gave God the finger and said, send me to hell. And your wish will probably be granted. I believe now you're living the delusion that many have. You're deluded, your state your state has become morally, intellectually, and spiritually bankrupt rapidly. There are still little oases of places and churches of people that I know. But the majority, the majority of people in the state of New York have walked away and have fallen away from faith. And that's how, you know, evil people are given evil leaders. And that's what you have in New York. You have gotten the desire of your heart. You have, you have given yourselves over to evil in New York, the majority, not the minority, the majority. And as a result, you get evil leadership. Pure evil. People are fleeing that state. The decent people are getting out while they can. God's judgment is upon that state. It's upon this nation. It's upon many states. I'll be talking about that in a couple of minutes. There was another story that came out, and I just want to give you an idea. This is a real quick hit, as they would say. You know, I used to, many, many, many years ago, back in my being on the radio on a regular basis days, and my late wife was kind of a country music fan, so we we kind of paid attention to it at least a small degree. You know, in 1975, hard to believe, I was doing the morning show on a radio station in Georgia 
and it was a country music formatted radio station. So I was on the air playing country. And so I kind of liked some of the stuff that I heard. Yeah, some of the music is a little bit, yeah, the cheating songs and the drinking songs, as they would say back in the day. But country has been changing rapidly. It has been like everything else in this nation. The tentacles of evil find their way in and engulf it, devour it, destroy it from within. And it's all for money and profit. So the story that came out over the weekend, like I say, I don't pay that much attention. The Country Music Television Music Awards allowed allowed pop singer Kelsia Ballerini to use its stage to protest a supposedly controversial Tennessee law. Now, this supposedly controversial Tennessee law restricts drag performances in front of young, impressionable little children. Now, the law, which sadly has been temporarily blocked by an idiot, reprobate, just brain syphilis judge, what kind of judge wants ugly men with makeup twerking in front of little kids? What kind of a sick, depraved individual is this judge? This is not American freedom. This is disgusting. And it's being falsely portrayed by the media as a drag band. No, it isn't. If you're an adult and you want to go see a drag show, go for it. Be a reprobate. Be a disgusting individual. Be sick in the mind. Be sick in the spirit. Be sick everywhere in your body for all I care. Go see it. Go enjoy it. It's your choice. But do not, I repeat, do not push this upon children. The Bible is clear. People that do things like that, it is better for them to have a millstone put around their neck and thrown into the sea and drowned than to destroy a young child. Now, Ballerini, and trust me, she ain't country, at least the way I remember it. Ballerini paraded out a troupe of drag queens to serve as her backup singers in her rainbow-colored celebration of gay pride. And this was on a country music award show. That ain't country. That's a natural fact. Somehow I think Buck Owens, Charlie Pride, and others had come to mind from way back when. They wouldn't consider that country. Even they would find it sick and disgusting. But then again, country music, like so many other institutions in this country, the United States, has been taken over by the gay, lesbian, transgender, and whatever disgusting sexual perversion mob can come up with. And don't think for a moment that they are not after your children they definitely are after your children they are after your children these woke sick satanically inspired individuals either try to kill a child in the womb believe a child in the womb knows it's the wrong gender and must be repaired later or the child may be gay regardless we need to 
we need to celebrate all of this. And then I then I run across this. This is a pastor. Now, in looking at the church and looking how he is dressed, I'm assuming, oh, I shouldn't do this. I'm assuming he's a male. <laughs> what am I thinking? I, I'm assuming his pronouns are her or its or whatever. I don't know. But this... This strange individual with a rainbow stole could be Presbyterian, could be Methodist, could even be Lutheran, but it kind of looks like it hits me as Presbyterian or Methodist. That's what the appearance is anyway. And this is what he had to say, or she, or it, or his, or ha's, or whatever, zers, all these new pronouns. This is what... but. This is what it had to say. Drag is holy. There has been an assault on the rights of drag performers in this country, and we must call out the hypocrisy and the injustice. Jesus called himself a mother hen longing to gather up her chicks. Gender is a construct, you see. And if Jesus can be a mother hen, then you can dress in drag. I've even heard it said that Jesus was, and humanity is, God in drag. So let me say this again for those of you in the back. Drag is holy. You know, as I think about the Country Music Awards show in Music City, USA, Nashville, it was just a little over a week ago. Six people died, three children, families grieving, burying kids because a trans activist shooter with a manifesto gunned down a Nashville Christian school. And days later, the country music awards show goes screwy, nutso, and woke. I pray to God they go broke. But then again, it's so broken it's like so many other institutions in this country. It has become increasingly signs of things to come. And then this one little story I want to share with you. That I've got a couple of very important ones. With all the important issues that are going on in the world today. We are standing because of idiots in charge of the federal government of the United States and people all over the Western world in agreement. By the way, I always remind you, when Democrats and Republicans seem to agree, panic, run to the hills, it's over. It's over. Ideologically, the two can never agree. Of course, you have a lot of phony Republicans out there anyway when it comes to conservatism, so you don't even know what to believe anymore because even they are filthy reprobate liars. Mitch McConnell, hello. You know how to play the game to get elected. You're a swamp creature. You're unfit to serve. You need to resign in disgrace immediately for the way you have handled being the majority leader of the Senate. You and Mitt Romney and a bunch of others, disgusting, evil individuals, you've allowed this nation to go in the hell-bound direction that it is going because you make a profit on it. That's why. 
And so what are we worried about today? What are the big problems? Well, you remember there was a novel that came out many, many years ago. And this, this novel, written by Margaret Mitchell, was called Gone with the Wind. And it was a story based in the Old South prior to and during the Civil War and the, and the publisher of Gone with the Wind is now added. They've added, are you ready for this? A trigger warning to its latest edition of this novel. Let's be honest. I don't care what your opinion is of the Old South, whether you thought it was great, hated it, or indifferent. But it is purely history. And if history triggers you, you've got a mental issue that needs to be addressed. I'm tired of having people run to safe spaces because they can't deal with truth and reality. College campuses are a bunch of babies with baby bottles and baby blinky blankets shouting down anything they don't want to deal with. And, and so now, they say this book remains true to every to the original in every way and is reflective of the language and the period in which it was written. But we want to alert readers. This is what the publisher is saying. There may be hurtful or indeed harmful phrases and terminologies that were prevalent at the time this novel was written and which are true to the context of the historical setting. So we warn you, you may not want to read this book. I'm surprised they don't tell you what pages to avoid or something. This, this is how silly we've become. Safe spaces for adults. Because adults can't handle the truth anymore. And you wonder why so many people that still have a rational mind, when they read stories like this, their entire attitude becomes... Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Now, there's one thing you need to consider in all of this, whether it's banning of books or ideas, whether it's promoting drag queens, transgenderism, Pride Day... You know, and all these soft drink companies and even even Budweiser beer. Not that most of you that listen to the program drink Budweiser. But even they had a gay pride and can out there a couple of years ago, particularly for Canada, to celebrate the diversity of the LGBTQ plus blah, blah, blah community. All of this wokeness, all of this corporate... Corporate de- demonology is what I what the only word that comes to mind. Everybody's wanting to be more woke than the next to show that they're inclusive. I get very frightened now by words like inclusive because they have been co-opted like the word gay. You know, go back to the 1920s and 30s. You know, we talk about the gay 90s. Well, it wasn't a bunch of homosexuals in the 1890s. Words have been stolen. Words have been co-opted. Children are being targeted. And the one thing, and I've said this on this program numerous times, 
and I want to say it again. I want you to thoroughly and completely understand this because the sooner you get this straight, the sooner you're going to understand where we really are. Dionysus is an ancient cult. And if you really want to understand it from the Greek mystery religion that it is, like many of the Greek gods and goddesses of the day, there were so many gods and they had many different cults. And one was Dionysus. And this religion was centered around the worship of the god of wine Fertility and ecstasy. This cult involved frenzied dancing, loud music, and sexual rituals. And one of the things that is very glaring about this group was the homosexual practices among the male worshipers. Same-sex relationships. These were all considered natural and a normal part of the cult and the way they even worshipped. And they believed that these sexual fetishes brought them closer to their God. I've been telling you for almost two years that much of what is going on in the world today is nothing but recycled paganism. Paganism. Drag queen shows for kids. Why? What possesses a man in his 20s, 30s, and 40s to dress up like a woman and twerk disgustingly and provocatively in front of three, four, and five-year-olds? And what possesses a parent to think this is okay? We are a fallen society, a fallen people, on the verge of God's judgment. And here during what is called Holy Week, as we think of the time that Jesus went to the cross to pay the price of our sin, how many of these people need to know Jesus Christ as their Savior to, and here's the kicker, and this is what too many of the woke, broke, and theologically disgusting churches, where they get it wrong. When you accept Christ as your Savior, you turn away from your sin. You don't continue to celebrate it. You don't go to church to talk about it and engage in it. You walk away from it and start a new life. This drag queen cult, the transgender cult, the LGBTQ church cult. Yeah, there are churches. That's their big deal. They're inclusive. It's all about this phony fake love that is not the love of God, not the love of the Bible, not the true love of Jesus. Jesus died for your sins so you might have eternal life, not to celebrate and die in your sins. And so we deal with all of these, all of these pagan religions. Moloch, a very forbidden religion in the Old Testament. Their claim to fame, infant sacrifice. Firstborn children to be burned alive 
in the hands of a bronze god that has been lit a fire from the inside to make it hot and destroy the child. And people danced and sang loudly to cover up the screams of the dying babies. Today, thanks to technology, we don't hear the child scream as it's butchered in the womb. But it's still Moloch worship. Nancy Pelosi, former Speaker of the House, the current President of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden, the good Catholic, those two phony Catholics, along with Hochul and dozens of others. And I, I mean a lot of others in the Congress of the United States. Phony fake Catholics. I'm not here to debate Catholicism, but I'm just going to say your church teaches the sanctity of life, and you reject it. That means you've rejected your own faith. You have no faith. You have no God. You have no Jesus as your Savior. You are condemning yourself to an eternal separation from God, and there's nothing you can do about it. No amount of holy water, no amount of fiddling with beads on your plastic rosary will get you into heaven. It's not going to happen. Then we have other cults, climate change, earth worship. You know, St. Paul made it very clear. Read Romans chapter 1. I'm not going to get into that now. I'm not going to get into it now. But there is this climate change narrative that's a lie. Well, Bob, how do you know it's a lie? Because I've been listening to it for over 55 years. I've heard every dire prediction ever made that should have occurred by now, none of which, none of which ever has happened. The world should have been toast by now. It should be over. We should be dead. Crops should be burning up in the fields. And so governments are adopting this worship of climate, worshiping the earth, not the creator. The Bible warns us in Romans chapter 1, do not worship the creation, worship the creator. And those that worship the creation and shun and ignore the creator, make him number 2 or 5 or 20, whatever, they're given over to reprobate minds to do unseeming things. Women give up the natural use of their bodies. Men burn in lust for men. Gee, does it sound like 2023? And this has been heating up and growing over the past 50 years. One by one, churches and even full denominations walk away from God. And they bring unto themselves a damnable, heretical gospel of earth worship, sexual immorality, confusion, destruction. Yeah, the total definition of being a reprobate. I've got a few more stories to share. And I'm going to start the next segment with something extremely controversial. Something, and it's not unique to me. Others have made the same point. I'm just going to make it. Maybe you didn't hear it on another radio program or TV program I have. And I've decided to share this with you. 
We are going to share the ultimate, at least by today's leftist standards. I'm going to share with you the ultimate treasonous hate speech you can imagine. I really am. And I'm not going to be ashamed when I do it. That comes up after the break. Listen, we're in a new month, April. And I could really use your help. We have some bills coming in that need to be covered in the next uh, week. And your help is needed. I shared with you yesterday my vision to try to raise additional funds above the regular budget. Pretty good amount, I know. To try some additional radio stations and to complete this church project, which will be on radio. And a podcast and eventually video. The church is going to be under attack. I'll be sharing a little bit more about that, too, in the next segment. And I don't want to be caught unprepared like the churches were in March of 2020 when they were told to close down for 15 days. We'll see you soon. How many churches closed down for 15 days, which became 30 and 100? And then when they came back, social distancing and face masks, I remember one sick church out west, you know, Presbyterian church. The vaccinated are welcome. The unvaccinated stay home. I mean, this is what it came down to. Churches lost their common sense. They feared a virus more than they feared God. The church needs to be better prepared than it is. And I don't think we're prepared. Many churches have gone back to, hey, we're back. Yeah, we're a little smaller, but we're, we're, we're doing okay. We have Easter coming up. We're going to have a good time. And in the background, they're planning the next disaster. Don't think that they're not. Those that hate you, those that hate Jesus Christ, those that hate people of faith, they will continue to plot, scheme, and prepare to destroy you. And this program stands in the gap. So, would you consider going to our website, Truth, and you put in the numeral two, number two, ponder.com. Truth to ponder.com. From there, you can find our mailing address and also on the support tab, a way you can give online. One time, you can even, I believe, set up a monthly or quarterly donation if you want. From a Christian organization called Give, Send, Go. Or you can mail your check or money order made payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie. C-H-I-L. H-O-W-I-E Chilhowie, Virginia Chilhowie, Virginia The zip code is 24319 That's 24319 24319 Once again, Post Office Box 510 Chilhowie, Virginia 24319. Make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio, and we will be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The mystery 
of the rising gods. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Khan, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, critics charge that the resurrection of Jesus is just a myth based on the stories of rising gods throughout the world. Well, we have to deal with it. It is true that all across the world we hear of gods rising up from the dead in the springtime. The pagan world was filled with them. There was Osiris in Egypt, Tammuz in Babylon, Mott in Canaan, Adonis in Phoenicia, and Dionysius in Greece, to name a few. So the critics charge, the writers of the New Testament simply borrowed the myth into the gospel. Only one problem. The writers of the New Testament were overwhelmingly Orthodox Jews to whom the pagan world and its myths were unkosher, unclean, and blasphemous. For them to end their history of Messiah's life on earth with a pagan myth is as ridiculous as the Grand Rabbi of Israel shaving his head to join Hare Krishna. The Gospels are historical and accurate documents of real first century events. And the fact that Jewish people, the most monotheistic and unpagan people in the world, could proclaim and give their lives for the report of a rising God, all the more can only be explained by one event. Messiah did indeed rise from the dead. But what about all those stories of the rising gods throughout the world? Real simple. The resurrection is universal and for all people. So is it strange that peoples of all nations should hope for it and dream of it and long for it? No. You see, even the rising gods bear witness to the resurrection. So don't be fooled by imitations, by a deluded gospel or a weak faith. The resurrection is solid, real, and life-changing. Therefore, my friend, be strong and walk in its power and triumph in its victory in every part of your life. Because anything else is just an imitation. Want more? Ask for the rising God. Now, the free gift for you. What if you discovered the place where the lost Ark of the Covenant was? Well, a newly revealed ancient discovery just as awesome. The mystery of the temple doors. It's our free gift to you and Sapphire's daily spiritual vitamins guaranteed to revitalize your walk. How do you get all these free gifts? Just remember Jesus' Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. Call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. Call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, the Jewish people brought you the blessings of salvation. I invite you to join with me to bring it back to them, to bless those who blessed you, the unreached peoples of the world from every nation. Just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct, The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. That's Box 1111, L-O-D-I, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan. Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Alechem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah Tikvatenu, our hope. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of this Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, Got a few more stories that I want to share, and then we're going to share some real, honest-to-goodness, treasonous-sounding hate speech. Might even get myself on a watch list. Might get myself banished from Facebook. Who knows? For simply sharing some truth. And today, truth has been made treason by those on the left and the mainstream media that is paid paid to be their propaganda spokespeople. MSNBC is not a news agency. It is a propaganda outlet, and it's morally, spiritually, intellectually bankrupt on every conceivable level. 
There is nothing decent left at MSNBC. Joe Scarborough. There's an individual that <laughs> that all I can tell you is basically a flake and a fraud and a phony. He was born in Atlanta, Georgia. Had a career in law in Pensacola, Florida. And in 1994, he ready for this now. You may you may not believe this, but this is true. Joe Scarborough, attorney, was elected to the United States House of Representatives for Florida's first congressional district. That's around Pensacola. And he was the first Republican to represent the Florida panhandle since Reconstruction after the Civil War. The seat had become open when an eight-term Democrat retired. He was a Republican. Now, ready for this? In June of 2000, during his congressional career, this phony, fake, and fraud had a 95% lifetime rating from the American Conservative Union. He signed the contract with America. He served on the Armed Services, Judiciary, Government, Reform, and Education Committee. He was one of 40 freshman Republican legislators who dubbed themselves the New Federalist after the Federalist Papers. And everything he stood for while in Congress. By the way, he was also anti-abortion. He voted in favor of the Unborn Victims Act. And he's thrown it all the way for money. He doesn't care anymore. He has no compass. He has no moral foundation. He has nothing. Absolutely nothing. He sold his soul, and now he's on MSNBC spouting all the silly, unbelievable nonsense. And five months into his fourth term in Congress, he stated to resign. He, he runs for office unopposed in 2000. Now, let me give you an idea of how well he did. In 1994, he had 62% of the vote. 1996, he got 73% of the vote running as a conservative. 1998 and 2000, nobody ran against him. He got literally 100% of the vote. So he runs in 2000, takes office, and a few months later, decides, nah, I'm going home. I'm going home. I think I'd, I better be a father than a congressman. Okay, that sounds wonderful. He also had founded the weekly uh, Pensacola newspaper called the Florida Sun. And it's emerged, now known as the Independent News. And so he worked then all of a sudden as an environmental lawyer. And so he became what I call a George Bush 
a Republican. And then, and then he starts getting into his commentary, ends up doing Morning Joe. In June of 2017, Scarborough was teamed up with Mika Brzezinski, and they started doing their program. By the way, Scarborough divorces his wife. Remember, he was all concerned about being Mr. Family Man and, and a good husband and father. Then he gets divorced and he marries his co-host at MSNBC. And so he is the one. He's the one that is so anti-Trump, he's deranged. He's so woke now. I mean, his personal life, he's been married, divorced, married his second wife. Yeah, ironically, he married his second wife after he divorced his first wife. And then he divorced her to marry his co-host on Morning Joe. So anything the man has to say comes from a man that, that has changed his viewpoints for money and he's nothing but a sellout. The narratives in this country are controlled by these kind of people that have no, no moral compass any longer. They talk about the January 6th insurrection, but they never say a word about the billions of dollars in damage from the George Floyd riots, the fact that 19 real people did die in the George Floyd riots of 2020, the summer of love, and all the other baloney they were trying to push down your throat. So we're supposed to listen to these people, or the view, the spew as I call it, you know, you got these women that know nothing about anything that are experts on everything. Telling you, I still remember Whoopi Goldberg when they were trying to decide who should be the next Surgeon General. And Whoopi Goldberg says, why not Jill Biden? She's, she's, she's a doctor. She's a good doctor. She's a doctor of education, you idiot. But they keep showing their, their intellectual depravity when they open their mouth. The media is run by reprobates. The news, the mainstream news, has only one goal, to lie to you, to propagandize you, to control you. And they do it because they get plenty of money to do so. They're the elites. Our economy is on the verge of destruction. We are so deeply in debt and this administration, if things go at the present rate, in seven years or less, we'll be $50 trillion with the T dollars in debt. We can't pay that back. The value of our dollar is declining at a rapid pace. That's called inflation. We spend money we don't have. We, we keep energy we could be using in the ground, all in the name of earth worship and Moloch worship, and any other kind of worship, Diana worship, all these phony pagan religions. 
the U.S. dollar, which was the strongest currency in the world, is going to become worth like the Venezuelan currency. Nothing. Brazil, China, Saudi Arabia, Iran, they're going to move on without us. While we're busy blowing up a pipeline between Russia and Germany and lying about it, the rest of the world is saying enough of this stupid United States. We don't need you anymore. And then Merrick Garland, Department of Justice, they chase after parents that don't want their children exposed to sexually inappropriate content. They're called domestic terrorists. In our nation's history, when we have dealt with a tyrannical, out-of-control, insane, immoral government, we took a stand. Every July 4th, we celebrate that particular document. Today, the words of this document, by today's standard, would be considered hate speech. When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it. And to institute new government, laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted 
into a candid world. You know, I can remember a time when being patriotic and caring and loving your country was not considered an evil thing. And to demand your country do the right thing was what you were expected to do. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that I'm song from just before the bicentennial celebration in 1976 the fifth dimension sharing with you the words of the declaration of independence what a celebration i can remember it working in radio back in those days the 200th anniversary of the united states And we believed we were a free and prosperous and wonderful, godly nation. But things in the background were already changing. We were being undermined. Undermined. Our foundation was eroding. What made America strong, in spite of itself, not that we were perfect, the foundation was being destroyed from within. And for decades prior to 1976, things like religion, faith, honesty, and integrity, and a work ethic were being undermined. There's a difference between having a difference of opinion. The Vietnam War is a good example. There were those that believed in the domino effect and those that saw like Eisenhower did, the danger of the military-industrial complex. But we are today fighting about things that absolutely make zero sense. Pronouns. Men dressing as women in front of little children. I mean, this is what we've come down to. Worshipping the climate and believing lies. Those that do evil are never held accountable if they belong to a specific elite political party that currently happens to be in power in three of the, in two of the three branches of our government in the United States and is controlling power in places like Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, and elsewhere. We live in an evil world. And it's not going to get any better. America as a nation is about to hit the rails. It's about to slam at 80 miles an hour into a brick wall. We hit the accelerator and we built the wall. Not the wall for a border, but one for our own self-destruction. I don't think we're ready. We even knew not just 20 years ago, when things began. Remember remember 9-11? Regardless of what's your opinion about how it happened, at least we thought we were unified for a few weeks. 
Look how divided we are today. 1991, the Gulf War. We're all Americans. Everybody wants to drive a Hummer. Go back over time, the times we've been unified and how gradually the foundation has been eroded. We knew during the Bill Clinton years it became increasingly obvious that the elites were taking control and the important issues were being ignored and we were being sold down the river to a bunch of elitists that didn't care about you or I or what this nation once was and truly could be. The American dream has become a nightmare Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town Like a cancer that's silently spreading There's an unspoken fear We're on our way down We must take America back Main Street to Wall Street Cities and states Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long We need leaders who lead us Not stick us and bleed us Then ransom our future And our children's, that's wrong We must take America back As liberty weeps Our forefathers spin in their graves Pray God will bless some way out of this mess We must take America back Lord knows they'll try Silence our voices They'll pretend to be patriots Fighting for fairness for all But they're not even fit to hold office What they believe doesn't fit With freedom at all We must take America back Main Street to Wall Street Cities and states Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long We need leaders who lead us Not stick us and bleed us And ransom our future And our children's, that's wrong We must take America back As liberty weeps Our 
sometimes I find it hard to believe that song was written and produced 30 years ago. 30 years ago. We were in trouble then. We're in more trouble now. And the future, if things don't change, is not bright. And honestly, I don't see things getting much better. From a biblical point of view, I don't see it getting better. Many people have fallen away. The Bible predicted it from the faith. Sin is now celebrated. Evil is just out in the open. Darkness has no fear of being exposed any longer. And we retreat into our homes and pretend we can fix it at the ballot box. We sit at home and just go, well, maybe things will get better. It's just a passing fad, (laughs) you know, you know, like the computer, the smartphone. And we don't become realist about the world in which we live. The church is either woke, broke, apostate, or dying in too many areas, in too many places. The church is ill-prepared. I think we're right back to February of 2020, totally unprepared for a virus or what to do or how to keep connected in the event of an emergency. And I think in the past year, the same churches that got caught unaware will be caught again. And anybody that believes that this was a one-time event, the coronavirus, they will find something else. For climate change, the 15-minute city where you can't travel too awfully far. Look, we are out of time for today. The Church Project needs your help. This radio program needs your help more now than ever before. And I need to hear from you. Would you consider going to the website, truththenumber2ponder.com? You can support us from there using Give, Send, Go, or make a check or money order made payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Post Office Box 510. P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That's 24319. And we will be back again tomorrow. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder. Shining the light of truth in a darkening world.